And welcome back for our second half of uh, our current study on the great perversion of the church, which is our topic for today. Uh, Pastor has uh, led us into Jeremiah 23 as an introduction to this. And uh, you, you may say, well, this is a rather long introduction. Well, it's a rather lengthy subject. Um, and the list of heresies and apostasies that the church today is espousing is a rather lengthy one, too. So uh, I would say this this might be more than an hour's worth of stuff that we've got to do. What, what do you I say? say so. so we may just follow up with this and, and maybe try to sum it up on Tuesday. Let's do it. All right. Here you go. So we're in Jeremiah. Jeremiah has been called and God's uh, commanded him to preach his word. And and we finished with uh, Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 31, where the prophets prophesy falsely, the priests bear rule by their own means, and my people love to have it so. Let's go into chapter 6, verse 10. Um, it says here, To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ear is uncircumcised, and they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach, mm. and they have no delight in it. The psalmist mm. says, David said, blessed, are, uh, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, or standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. That wasn't happening in Judah, and Jeremiah is writing about it. And he said in chapter 6, verse 15, Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. He goes on in verse 16, says, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way, and walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Verse 17 said, also I set watchmen over you, saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not hearken. What's happening is people are just denying the power and the promises of the very word of God. In verse 19 of chapter 6, um, Jeremiah says here, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened to my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. Remember that list of things we started with? Oh, boy. Yeah. That laundry list? Yeah. Jeremiah 7 says this. Oh, this, this, this one troubles me badly. All right. The children gather wood, and the fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead their dough to make cakes to the queen of heaven. Think about that. And to pour out drink offerings to other gods that they may provoke me to anger. Folks, there ain't a queen in heaven. Now, hey, isn't there a church out there that does teach that, though? They certainly do. Which one is that? Um, That'd be the Catholic. Yes. Church, right? I hate, I'm, you know, I don't like saying it, I, but uh, that's true. Okay. But this thing commanded I, saying, Obey 
my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people and walk in all the ways that I have commanded you that it may be well with you. Verse 24 of chapter 7 says, but they hearken not nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels in the imagination of their evil heart and went backward and not forward. Wowie. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got so many other scriptures that I just love to read here, but we we must get to the war, uh, the warp and wolf. And we will get to Jeremiah 23, I promise you, uh, pretty soon. But let's look at chapter 17 of Jeremiah. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his way and according to the fruit of his doing. There's judgment coming, folks. In 17.13, he says, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed, and they, they that depart from me shall be written in the earth, because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. In verse 15 of chapter 17, he says, Behold, they say unto me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. Wow. It's amazing. Let's... Uh, Let's go to uh, let's go to verse uh, twenty, chapter seventeen of Jeremiah. Say unto them, Hear ye the word of the Lord, ye kings of Judah and all Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem that enter in by these gates. And he kept on saying this. Listen, but verse twenty three, they obeyed not, neither inclined their ear, but made their neck stiff, and they might not hear nor receive instruction. <laughs> I don't like to be preached to. Yeah, that happens. In chapter 18, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Interesting. Now, we're saying all that stuff about Jeremiah, and there's still more to say. Uh, in Jeremiah 18, 18, and Curtis, I identify with this coming verse. I identify with it. As a pastor, as a Bible teacher, I have been uh, the, the target of several attacks, which are hard for me to forget. Mm -hmm. And it was all because I was teaching the Word of God. In verse 18 of chapter 18 in Jeremiah, it says, Then said they, that is, the people in Judah, Come, and let us devise devices against Jeremiah. Yeah. Let's get him out of the pulpit. Pastor friend, get ready. If you're doing it right, you're going to be attacked. You're going to be attacked. They say, For the law shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophet. Come, let us smite him, that is Jeremiah, let us smite him with the tongue. Yep. Let's say things about him that ain't true. That's right. And let us not give heed to any of his words. Yep. Now that's rather lengthy introduction to Jeremiah chapter 23. <laughs> yeah. But wait till you read this. Yeah, the way Jeremiah 23 starts out. It starts and ends, and it's a long chapter. 
Yeah, it is fairly lengthy. And and it's it's difficult uh, to listen to and to read. So we've talked to you about what what Judah, the tribe of Judah, the southern nation, Israel being the northern nation, and Israel was included in in this in this stuff. And uh, so so here's what Jeremiah twenty three said. And here's why. Uh, that young lady, Kristen, said to me, have you read Jeremiah 23? And I said, yeah, it says, talking about woe to the pastors. And she said, yes. I'll tell you what. Folks, if you're listening to this today, I adjure you, I'm begging you, go to church. Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but find a good, independent, fundamental church that preaches the Bible without apology and rightly divides the word of truth and who loves the Lord and loves you, and that's why they're doing that. Please find a place like that. It's difficult. So, we're going to tell you why it's difficult to find a place like that. Here's what, and here's here's what it is. And and Curtis, um, um, you're you're wise in the scriptures. I mean, you're my son, and I'm bragging on you, bragging on you a little bit, but it's true. Uh, you've got a better memory for scripture than I do in some cases. So when you get ready to interject, um, you do so. This you're, is your. You're doing pretty good. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 1. Woe be unto the pastors. Uh-oh. Why would woe be unto the pastors? Well, here's why. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Don't mess with God and don't mess with God's men. Verse 2 says that uh, let's say that the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them behold I will visit upon you the evil of your doings saith the Lord. Wow. Now wait a minute. How can a pastor drive the sheep away. Well, that might be a subject for another time, but you'll see why in Jeremiah 23, you'll see some of the things. You'll see some of the things. By the way, there, there are still some good fundamental churches left in America, but in, in our central Illinois area, I've only found two that I could even go to. Yeah. And I'm going to one of them. And by the way, by the way, the best pastor I've seen in years and years and years. And, and I'm not ashamed. I'll, I'll tell you his name, Pastor, Pastor Joey Watt. Joey and he, and he called on oh, no, he, Vista he, Baptist Church. He dropped in on one of our podcasts. Yeah, he was visiting one of his members. Ago, yeah. yeah. So he was doing the work of a pastor, but there are so many that haven't. They're driving the flock away. Oh, Jeremiah then said in chapter 9, uh, excuse me, verse 9 of chapter 23, and who could blame him for saying this? 
mine heart within me is broken because of the prophets. Yeah. We, I cry when I find out, when I see what they're preaching. Well, I do too. It's just, he said, all my bones shake. I'm like a drunken man. and like a man whom wine hath overcome because of the Lord and because of the words of his holiness for the land is full of adulterers. And this is not primarily the sexual adultery, but the adultery where, where people are cheating on God and his word. Yeah. Yeah. And that adultery is becoming rampant. We'll see. Uh, we'll see more of this in this chapter. He you're, said, "You're going to give some examples of that, aren't you?" Uh, I'm afraid I have to. Okay. 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 Yeah. And he says in verse 11, chapter 23. Um, well, let's let's go back to verse 10. The land is full of adulterers, for because of swearing, the land mourneth. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up. And their course is evil, and their force is not right. Why? It's dried up? Yeah. That's right. Where are you going to hear the word of God anymore? Yeah. Verse 11, for both prophet and priest are profane. Now listen to this. Yea, in my house I have found their wickedness, saith the Lord. Find a church that's doing it the right way. Okay, let's go to verse 13 of chapter 23. I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied in Baal, a false god. And they caused my people Israel to err. Oh, my goodness. Look at verse 14. He says, I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem and horrible thing. See, I'm not, uh, I'm not exaggerating. I'm reading to you what the word of God says. I have seen a, a, a horrible thing. They commit adultery and they walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers that none doth return from his wickedness. They are all of them unto me as Sodom and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. Ooh. What does God think of these things, folks? It's an abomination unto him. Yep. He burned down Sodom and Gomorrah because of the wicked things. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, behold, I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink the water of gall for from the prophets of Jerusalem is profaneness gone forth into all the land. Watch out, preachers. Do it right. Do it in love and, and, and make sure that you do it from the scriptures and rightly divide the word of truth and feed the people the right stuff. You know, and, and verse 14 there. Yeah. Uh, just, just hit me like a ton of bricks here. Uh, and we see two wicked cities that are very famous for something. What? Isn't it amazing that Jeremiah the prophet should mention them by name in this context? That's correct. What's one of the biggest perversions that the church today is adopting? 
You tell me, brother. You're on it. Well, they're ordin they're ordaining gay clergy. Yep. A sin that is still, to the best of my knowledge, an abominable sin in God's eyes. Abominable. Pay attention. I, I don't. I don't. How can we even think? How can the church even think about it? Yeah, in Romans chapter 1, Adopting. it talks about men working with men, that which is unseemly. That's what, correct. What, what on earth are we doing? My goodness. Church, wake up. This is not good. And these are just pre- this is this is why This is why Jeremiah mentions them, Sodom and Gomorrah, in this context. That's right. Verse, verse 16 says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts regarding these prophets that, that are full of profanity. Hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart. Yeah. And not out of the mouth of yeah. the Lord. And that's why we uh, stand on what Jesus said, that <laughs> man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's not our opinion that's no, important. No. It's God's word. And that's what we hope to do. And if we're not doing it properly, uh, we got a website. Tell us. It goes on to say in, in chapter 23, he said, I have not, God says, I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. So what in the world are they prophesying? Mm -hmm. Something that, uh, that comes from their own mind, mm -hmm. from their own heart, from their own opinion, from their own sinless nature, folks. Their own sinful nature. Sinful nature. Did I say sinless? You did. Sinful nature. I'm sorry. Thanks for... Yeah. It's good to have him around, folks. I, I listen sometimes. I know you did. In, in, in Jeremiah 23, verse 25, uh, I have heard what the prophet said, that prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed a dream. Oh, I have dreamed. I have dreamed. I had a dream. Huh? I saw a vision. Yeah, I saw... Listen, folks, we don't have visions. We have the word of God and the Holy Spirit of God to direct us in learning it and, 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 and passing it along to you. Plain and simple. And that's what we're doing. How many scriptures have we read so far, Curtis? Uh, well, I lost count at about the uh, 27th or 28th. Uh, who knows? He said, and God said, how long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart do you get what we're saying folks do you get this and it's not us saying this this is from the king james version of the bible which is from the word of god and, and this is what we're what we're saying and and be it far from us to, to to stray from the word of god we can't do it we can't do it well we probably can but we won't in chapter 23 of jeremiah the private, the, 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 the chapter I mean, where we see this great perversion happening. It says uh, in verse 25, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh a rock in pieces? And the answer to that is yes. And that's why it needs to be preached properly and in order. Therefore, 
that doesn't that doesn't allude to the word of God being very soothing, does it? Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Well, we're we're going to end this on in, a good note in, in this context. Yes, sir, God. brother, we <laughs> certainly are. Therefore, behold, verse thirty, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words from everyone from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he saith. That's misquoting God. That's telling you that God said something in a dream to them that he didn't say in the word of God. It's extra biblical stuff. And I have a nastier word for it, but I'm not going to say it on air. He says, behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do all them. And because my people, and they cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness, yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore shall they not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. Wow. Curtis. Yeah. He continues. Indeed he does. Verse 33 of Jeremiah 23. Read it over and over again, and you'll find things that we, we're not saying here uh, because we're uh, time is constraining us a little bit. But he says this in verse 33. And when this people or prophet or priest, now you get this? If you want to alliterate, when this people, a prophet or priest, and you're going to, might add pastors in there, but we're not going to in this context. Or a priest shall ask thee, saying, What is the burden of the Lord? And thou shalt say unto them, What burden? I will even forsake you, saith the Lord. What? The word of the Lord? They're saying that the word of the Lord is a burden? Yep. As for the prophet, the priest, and the people that shall say the burden of the Lord, I'll even punish them and hit that man in his house. Then shall ye say, every one to his neighbor and every one to his brother, what hath the Lord answered? What hath the Lord spoken? Yeah. Oh, there's going to come a time when the only place they can go now is to the word of God. And the burden of the Lord shall you mention no more. Don't you say ever again that the word of the Lord is a burden. It's a light. Yes, but you hear that. That's what you, this is the excuse being used yeah. by churches to adopt today's culture. Well, it's too restrictive. Yeah. yeah. And it's, by too, the way, it's too exclusive. The legalists are guilty of this too. Well, they are. They yeah, really are. Both sides. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's too constraining. We need to be more liberal in our, in our. Yeah, let, let's let we. It, it's too harsh. Yeah, it's too restrictive. Yeah, uh, and and that's why I told the folks to buckle up their seatbelts. Yeah, yeah, so are seatbelts, but you wear that. <laughs> <laughs> and it says this in, in verse thirty-six, Jeremiah twenty-three. Look at all the stuff in here. Look at all this stuff. And these are just previews of coming attractions. There is no, when he writes this, there is no church on earth. But every one of these things is happening in the church of Jesus Christ today. 
Verse 36, it says, And the burden of the Lord shall you mention no more, for every man's word shall be his burden. Oh. For ye have perverted the words of the living God. Now, there's several verses more. My time for this episode is running out, so we're going to have to go over and get into the New Testament on Tuesday morning. Yep. It looks like. So uh, please, please stay with us on this. Uh, it turns out a lot better than you think. Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. He says, but since you say the burden of the Lord, verse 38, therefore thus say the Lord, because you say this word, the burden of the Lord, and I have sent unto you saying, you shall not say, the burden of the Lord. See, you see, you have an admonition. Don't use the word of the Lord as a burden. Don't say it. it's a it's a it shackles people. Don't say that. That's right. And 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 here's why. Because God will forget you. Uh, he'll say, you know, I got. We have nothing. We we have no relationship. Yeah. If you're going to do this. Yeah. By the way. That, that means they have no salvation if they do it. That's exactly right. And that's my point. Jesus said in John 17, yeah. verse 17, he prayed for his disciples. He said, sanctify them by the truth. Right. Thy, Thy word, word is, truth. is truth. Here we have in verse in Jeremiah 23, verse 39 and 40, the cost, oh. the penalty imposed by God upon churches, that stray from the word uh, upon pastors that lead the, the, the flock astray. This is what God is telling you. That's right. Now, therefore, behold, I even I will utterly forget you. I will forsake you and the city that I gave you and your fathers and cast you out of my presence. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon Whoa. you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. Oh, oh, now, in the next couple of minutes, I need to ask you a question. Boy. Are you saying to me now, you're saying, Dick, listen, these people shall not, this, these kind of men won't get into our church. <laughs> well, well, what sayeth the scriptures, Curtis? Mm, How it, about it says they already have. Second Peter. And we'll be in this a little bit more in our next episode. But but there's something for you to munch upon. These are wells without water. Well, we're not going into that okay, yet. You're right. getting ahead of me, but okay. but you're right. You're exactly right. And and you and read for the next episode. Get ahead of us. Read Second Peter chapter two, yeah. because here's what he says. Here's how that here's how that chapter begins. He says, but there were false prophets also oh, yeah. among the people. Yeah. Where was that? He's talking about in the Old Testament times. He's probably hearkening right back to Jeremiah. And he says, there, he, there were false prophets also among the people. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Listen to this. Even as there shall be false teachers among, among you. you. Now listen to this. Listen to this. These people are sneaky because there's what Peter said. And this is from the word of God. This is not Dick or Curtis saying these things. It says, who privily, these false teachers, 
shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift, swift destruction. Swift, folks, destruction. they're here now and doing this in the church of Jesus Christ. Can I read one more verse, Curtis, and then we'll close with a word of prayer? Got less than two minutes. Go ahead. It says this, folks, Second Peter chapter 2, verse 2, it says, And many shall follow their pernicious, pernicious ways, ways yeah. by reason of whom the way of truth shall be, shall be evil, evil spoken, spoken of. Mm -hmm. yeah. You Bible thumpers, you, you fundamentalists are the biggest problem we have in our culture today. Judge. Oh, the truth is being evil spoken of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. We've got a minute and 15 seconds left, Pastor. So I'm, so I'm going to tell you the word of God. The only way to be saved is by grace through faith and not by works. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Uh, Titus uh, says that we're not saved uh, by works, but by God's mercy. Yep. He saved us. Not one doggone thing you can do on this earth will save you but believing in Jesus Christ. His That's death, correct. burial, and resurrection correct. on your behalf. Correct. Do it today. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this time you've given to us and this, your precious word that you've given to us. And we thank you for giving your Holy Spirit to go even before us, even before we did this, uh, that uh, we would do this thing the right way and leading us and guiding us in all truth. Thank you. We pray for those who are not saved today, that today would be the day that they would come to a saving knowledge of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and edify believers with this message in jesus name we pray it amen